Have you ever dreamed of what life would be like if you were financially free? Yeah, me too. Which is why despite having three children under the age of four and working full time, I decided to start an online business. However, I was not prepared for the chaos starting a business would wreak on my life. I lost sight of the things that were most important to me. The result? I was stressed, overwhelmed, and exhausted with nothing to show for it. I was ready to call it quits. When I realized something, when I keep the most important things in my life stable, that is when I thrive. Now I'm on a mission to inspire other amazing women to do the same. But the real question is, how do we do it? Join me on my journey as I build my financially freeing business using today's top marketing strategies while keeping stability in my home, family, and mind. My name is Johanna Buss, and this is the Stable Mama Podcast. Hey mama, and welcome back to another episode of the Steel Mama podcast. Yay! Today we have another incredible guest and she's going to teach us something extremely valuable, especially for the like the time of life we are in right now because we're in it, right? We are building businesses, we are raising babies, and we definitely need a little help in how to fail well. <laughs> so I cannot wait to introduce her. Her name is Ciara Stockland, and she has owned and operated businesses since her early teens. She's a serial entrepreneur, and her business mindset and tenacity led her to opening her first store, Mama Mia a high-end maternity store located in North Dakota in 2016. Shortly after she developed and opened Mode, a designer outlet store located next to Mamma Mia. In 2008, she chose to merge two concepts into Mode and develop the concept into a franchise. Her vast experience in both retail and wholesale industries led her to launch the first to market wholesale subscription box for boutique retailers, which she built and sold within 18 months. Most recently, she has launched the Boutique Workshop, a coaching program for retailers. She has so much experience, and I cannot wait to dive into it. Ladies, let's give a big warm welcome to Sierra. Hey, how are you? I am doing fabulous. I'm so excited to have you here. Your bio is amazing. Ladies, I totally did my research. We reframed that. <laughs> yes. In my research. I told her I was a doctor. Not the best way to start a conversation. <laughs> I did my research. This woman is fabulous. I cannot wait to get to know her more and to dive into her message. But you know the drill here on the Save Mama podcast. We always have to start out with the same question. And that is, how did you do it? Right? How did you build this incredible businesses while keeping stability in your home and life? Yeah. So I would say a lot of it had to do with the people I surrounded myself with having a really good network um, of awesome cheerleaders, always learning. So I've always been someone that's learning, like, how could I do this better? Where am I missing out on opportunity? How can I talk to someone that's way smarter than me who's been there, done that? So I think the combination of always learning, being willing to learn, ask questions, and then surrounding myself with good people is what has really brought me this far in the journey. I love that you said that because I think that's something that's really, really important is that always learning and like who you're surrounded with. I'm trying to remember. I think it's like you are the five, like the combination of the five people you spend the most time right. with. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you don't want to be surrounded with five naysayers, you know, <laughs> like, and it's good to have people that will critically say, Hey, have you thought about this? Or let's slow down and think, you know, that's not bad, but having those people that say, I believe in you, you're doing a great job. Look at it from this angle, people that you can go to and ask questions when you're struggling, stumped, you know, 
um, just having that good, good environment to live in and work in and build in every day is super important. Yes. It's, it's huge. And sometimes it's hard, right? Because you're like, it's all the help I can get right now. So, right. <laughs> right. Um, and I love the, the always learning, always trying to be just a little bit better and not having that, like, kind of just stuck in it. This is the way it works. This is the way I'm doing it mindset. It really kind of helps you always take that, that step forward. So great. I love both yeah. of those, but okay. Um, can you tell I'm really, really excited about your message? I was like, I can't wait to ask you your topic for today was bouncing back from failure and how to build to sell. Okay. So I don't know about everybody else that's listening right now, but I'm in that stage where I am like failing and I would love to learn how to bounce back quickly. So where, where did this secret come from? You know what? I think it's actually what we just talked about. It's always willing to learn, being inquisitive about everything. So as I made my way through the retail journey, what I had envisioned that my retail company would look like 10 years, 20 years, 30 down years down the road is not what ended up happening. Sometimes we, you know, fall into something because of external, sometimes it's because of what we've chosen. Sometimes it's because of what others have brought in our path and we can't control it. And we had a combination of that and we ended up winding down mode. And I remember sitting, like sitting and crying. I have this picture that I happened to snap of my logo on a mouse pad and a bottle of Tums next to it and a crumpled up tissue. <laughs> and I remember seeing that picture and snapping it. And I'm so glad I had that because that was my life for a little while. Lots of tears, lots of tummy pain, you know, as you're thinking like, what on earth was this all for? Why did it not turn out the way that I envisioned? What did I do wrong? And I remember thinking through that and the tears were flowing and I just wanted to crawl up on the couch and like, you know, never talk to a human again. And then that, that muscle that I'd been building for so many years of asking why and looking inward and wanting to learn kicked in. And I was like, you know what, what did I learn from this? What could I have done different? What are the strengths that I have that nobody can take away? And that's when I leaned in and said, you know what, what's my next part of the journey? Like, why did I go through that? Why did I meet those people, learn, learn all those experiences? There has to be a reason. And so I love John Maxwell. He has a book. Sometimes we win, sometimes we learn, not we lose, we learn. And it's that whole mentality of failure is just really perceived failure. Like we get to define that. And I wasn't going to say, okay, because something in my journey didn't turn out the way that I had predicted it, it's failure. No, it's a lesson. And maybe there's an opportunity. So I think that's the, the long secret. No, I love that. And I think it's so important. And I think it's something we hear over and over and over, but we don't always take to heart. I remember first starting my business and you know, that question, why, why are you doing this? What, like you're supposed to repeatedly ask yourself this question. And I'm not going to lie at first. I thought it was a joke. Uh Yeah. yeah, Just ask yourself why that's just going to be the magic behind everything. And it's amazing how this three letter word can really make a difference in your journey. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Just constantly asking why not from a, not why, but like, why, why is this? What did I do that I could do differently next time around? Or what did I do really, really well? Or where's the opportunity that I'm missing? It's having that inquisitive mindset and entrepreneurs that are successful are very inquisitive. They're always searching for more answers And when you do that from a humble place, you're constantly growing. Definitely. No, it's so true. And I I love how you, you did those two different types of whys, right? 
the complaining and like yes what was me what was me yeah <laughs> versus like all right let's just move on forward yep what i love right so versus the what was me versus okay what can i learn from this is how do you how do you do that sometimes without beating yourself up because i think that's that's the difference right is the looking back without judgment versus looking back and kind of being like oh you did this because of this and you're terrible and you know that road i've been down that one a couple of times so how do you mm-hmm. not go down that road but instead do it really from that inquisitive does that make sense yeah <laughs> i think it's wanting to constantly move forward and understanding that the way that you ask about your circumstances will either serve a purpose or it won't serve you well so if we come from a place of complaining like woe is me. I'm here because those people did that to me. And maybe they did. And maybe there was stuff that was very unfair. (laughs) You know, in my life, there were things that were very unfair and people did do things that were not good. But I knew that a hundred percent of what happened to me was not all someone else's fault. We always contribute to where we're at in some form, right? It might be 1%, it might be 10%, it might be 50%, but we have to take responsibility for where we're at. And then we have to realize that if we come from a place of, you know, what those people did or the circumstance I'm in or external circumstances put me here, we're not going to keep moving forward. It doesn't serve that negativity doesn't serve us well at all. So coming from a place of, okay, that happened. Great. Chapter's done. What did I do that I could do differently next time? And how am I going to take one teeny tiny step forward today? That positive attitude is what pushes us forward and keeps us learning and keeps us growing and keeps us from being bitter and resentful for circumstances in our businesses or in our life. Oh my goodness. I love this message so much. And it's one that I feel like everyone needs to hear. If you need to, you know, rewind that for a little bit and play that over and over, I may do that. But that is huge, right? Owning your journey, right? It doesn't mean that you get to control everything, but you get to control the part that you can. You get to choose how you feel about it and what you think about it. Yeah. So one thing that was interesting, I'm training right now for an Ironman. And so lots of training every day, lots of biking, lots of swimming, lots of running, lots of of training. And a couple of weeks ago, it was on a Monday and I had a swim and a run. So that was my training for the day. And I got up and I was like, okay, swim first, got all geared up. Wasn't going to happen. Something was wrong with my shoulder. I had done something to it the day before and it was not happening. I was like, if I keep going, this will not be good. Okay. So fine, whatever. I'll just run. So I switched outfits, switch gear put my tennis shoes on, out I go, five minutes in, horrible knee pain. I couldn't run. Same thing. I was like, oh my goodness, if I keep going, this is going to be, this won't be good. I've got to stop. And I'll tell you, I was not happy. So I went back to the house and there were even tears and I am a pretty optimistic person, but it was so frustrating because my day was planned out. I knew what I had to do to keep on the journey to get to my race. I'm a check off the list kind of person. And I was like, this is awful. Like if this, and then your mind goes, if I, if this keeps happening and what if I can't train and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, stop. So my son was in swimming for many years and his coach would always say, control what you can control. And that came to mind, control what I can control. Okay. I can't swim. I can't run, but there is one thing I can do that doesn't hurt. And that's bike. So I better get my rear and gear switch my outfit again and get on my bike because that's what I can control. And we need to think about that in our businesses too. There's so many things we can't control, but there's a lot that we can control 
what attitude can we bring to the table? What tools do we have in our toolbox? And maybe that Monday is not how I had planned it, but I kept myself active. And it was amazing how, when I decided to control what I could control, my attitude switched, my energy switched. And it's like, you know what? I did what I could do for the day and I'm going to leave it at that. And so I think just having that attitude in small business too, what can you control? What tools do you have in your toolbox? And then use those things. Yes. No, I love it. I love it. When we focus on what we control, we see different things, right? Right. Because it's like this whole new view opens up to us instead of seeing like all the negative and what's not working and focusing on that. That's all you can see. But right. as soon as you, you take that moment, you said your energy changed, everything changed. Why? Because it's like you flip a lens, right? And you have this yep. whole new perspective. And I, I absolutely love that. And I loved your example. Another, one of the things that I do is like, you can have an off day and a bad day, but don't ever let yourself have two in a row, right? Right. Especially as moms, right? There's going to be those days where you're like, I'm literally going to pull my hair out. Like I accomplished nothing. What on earth did I do all day? Yeah. <laughs> and it's okay. And those days are okay. But I always like, okay, reset tomorrow's going to be better. Don't ever have two days in a row. And that has really helped to kind of give myself permission to be in it a couple of times and just be like, yes. Okay. Yep. <laughs> what, what, uh, I can't think of the word right now. Like you're just like mom life, hashtag blah. <laughs> yeah. I know we used to watch Anne the Green Gables all the time growing up. And I loved, she would always say tomorrow's a fresh day with no mistakes in it. And I love that. It is. It's a fresh day. Start all over. Yeah. All good. And that's the key point is I feel like when we have these bad days, we then beat ourselves up for it. And then we feel like we need to bring that. Well, I didn't get the laundry done yesterday, so I have to do it today. And like, we have to bring it into the next day. And that's how we have two bad days in a row. But if you're right. like, that, that day was that day. Today is a new day and it's going to be awesome. It's a great way to like reframe, just like you said, control what you can control. I absolutely love that. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> yes. Ah. <laughs> uh, no, I absolutely love it. So I, I love this whole concept, right? About not seeing it as failure, but seeing it as lessons. And your your life is essentially just all of these mini lessons. What would you say is your best lesson? Almost like your best failure as well. Yeah, I think it's just what I already mentioned. Um, so as we were going through like our deep valley, because we all have those, right? One of my really good friends is the one who told me, Sierra, you have to take ownership for whatever part of this part of your journey is yours. And I just think that was the best advice because it did, instead of harboring bitterness, anger, resentment on how things were turning out, it just opened my mind to, I can't control what other people do, but I can control what I do with it. And I'm choosing to take my experience and build something again. I'm choosing to take my strengths and move forward. I'm choosing to do a life full of rich experiences. And I've had a lot of fun, rich experiences in life. And so I think her advice was just such good advice. I love to share that. Someone else told me something that I think is really good advice. And it really, it really resonates with me and comes to mind a lot. And that's that you don't ever want to be the smartest person in the room. So always, and that goes back to the learning, right? Always surrounding yourself with people smarter than you. And we don't always like to do that because it's fun to be the smartest person in the room. It's fun to be the person telling everyone else what they should do because of X, Y, Z, whatever, but being willing to say, I need to put myself out there and be uncomfortable and get out in front of people that are smarter than me, learn from them, listen to them. So that was some other really good advice. I got, you know, quite a while ago in my, 
in my small business journey. I was a young mom when I heard that. Yeah, no, I love that because I feel like so much of your life when you are a mom is kind of like out of your control and in your control at the same time that sometimes you're right. We just like to be the smartest person in the world because we can control that. (laughs) Yes. Woohoo. Um, yeah, it's so great because like this journey is only going to be as great as you make it. And the more you become uncomfortable and get really comfortable being uncomfortable, the faster you grow, the more lessons you can learn and the more opportunities you're going to see. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Awesome. Oh my goodness. I have, I've loved all of this. It's, it's so great. And I know your, your, your children are a little bit older right now, but if you could look back to back when you started and they were just one in three, sorry, that was information that you guys didn't know, but you started back when they were really little, you know, what advice would you have for yourself way back in the beginning? Something that I think served us really well as a family was that I always had a lot of structure and by structure, I mean, you know, life wasn't perfect and my day wasn't all, you know, and we do this and we do this and we're all happy. But the, the structural framework was there for a day that allowed me to do what I needed to do, get done what I needed to get done, spend time with the kids, make sure that they knew they were valued and special and they had their time, but also taught them to entertain themselves, to follow through on obligations, to self-learn. So a structured day just to make it practical when they were little was just one structured thing in a day. They had room time, as we called it. We started with crib time and then it was room time where it was, it started out, I think like 20 minutes that they would be in their playpen or their crib, or as they got older, they would be in their room. And that was time that they had to be on their own. So I'd make sure that they went potty, they had their snack, all the good things. And I would literally tell them, okay, Harrison or okay, Bella, this is your time. This is room time. I'm gonna set the, the little timer for 20 minutes. So it wasn't very long. If you call me, unless it's an emergency, I won't be coming because you went potty, you had your snack. This is your time to be by yourself and do whatever you want in your room. And mom's going to do the same thing. I'm going to have my own time. Um, And so we always did that every single day. And then that room time grew, you know, 20, 30, 45, an hour, however, as they grew older, but that really taught them like the world didn't just revolve around them that I had a life and I had obligations and they could have a life and they could do things that they wanted to do on their own. Um, So that structure really helped my sanity. So I could take a shower every day during room time or, you know, whatever I needed to do. So that was really beneficial and helpful. And that really followed through, like my kids are awesome now. And they, they've been to so many bank meetings and, you know, all the things, right. They've sat in meetings, they've sat in back rooms of the store, whatever, but they just value my work and I value their independence. And so I think that was really good that we did that starting when they were really little and that's just continued on now. I really love that. I love how you, you said structure, but it was really just one thing that- Yeah, it wasn't like, I didn't crazy like, oh my goodness, I have to do all these things. And then now, you know, cause we can do that and it can overwhelm us even more, but it was like, this is my one thing that I'm gonna be consistent with them with, with every single day that they're going to have their room time and that's going to give me time to do what the things that I need to do. So, yeah. 
Was it the same time every single day or was it more just something that occurred every day? Yeah, I would say that it was a pretty similar time every day. I, if I can remember correctly, it's a long time ago. I think it was like 10 in the morning or something. So get them up, watch the cartoons, eat the breakfast, whatever we did, you know. And then I'm thinking it was like 9.30 or 10 or kind of a mid-morning thing, which then allowed me when they were little, go take my shower or whatever on the days that I was home and not working at the store. Um, but when we had someone in our house that was watching them, I had them follow that structure too. So she could get things done and prepare things and whatever. So we just kept that really consistent. I love that. I love that. It's something simple. That's very, very powerful. And I mean, look at what you've accomplished in, in your businesses, in your life. And I love that you kind of attribute it to that, that one little thing that you did when they, they were really younger. So ladies, if you're listening, she just gave us the ticket. Did you hear it? <laughs> Structure. But I think even that, so it was good for the kids, but it was really good for me. Because as entrepreneurs, we, to be successful, we need some sort of structure. You won't find a very successful, extremely successful entrepreneur that's willy-nilly, nothing's ever consistent. There's absolutely no structure. Like you just won't find that. There has to be some sort of structure to give them consistency so that they can make goals and keep moving forward. So even though it was super good for the kids and it was good for my sanity, it was also good for that muscle, like building that muscle of this is the time of week I do this. This is the time of day that I do this. And for the most part, it's non-negotiable. And so that mentality has followed through. And now, of course, as they're older, they're pretty much gone. I can, you know, create whatever structure I want. But um, I think when we're young moms with little kids where a lot is unpredictable, they might start puking. They might, you know, like crazy weird stuff that they need us for. Try our best to find one small way that we can be super consistent every single day. It's, it's good for them and for us, for sure. Girl, this has been an incredible episode. Seriously, you've dropped so much value on us and so many wonderful things that we could take away. If you said, okay, this is this one quick thing that you can do and get that quick win, what would that be? Um, if it's as a mom or as a business person, or maybe it's both, I would find your superpower. What are you really, really good at? What do people tell you you're good at all the time? What do you really have a passion for? And lean into that. And you can do that as a mom. Maybe you're super creative. I am not. Oh my goodness. You should see the crafts I did with my daughter for one. I tried to be creative. I just not a Pinterest girl. It was so scary, but maybe you're a super creative person and that's your superpower. How can you use that to build up your kids and build up your home? Or how can you use that in your business? Um, maybe you're very detail oriented. How can you like lean into that? Maybe you're a visionary. So I wish I would have done this sooner, but really think about what's that one thing and then use that in all the areas of your life to just grow and build. Oh my goodness. I know that's so simple, but I'm over here having a has. So often I feel like because we see the Pinterest and the Instagram and the Facebook, we're always trying to be something we're not. Don't just, do it. We don't have time. No. Crowding ourselves and like, no, I'm really good at this. This works for me. And in using that, I love it. Thank you so yeah. much. You're welcome. Ah. Oh. Seriously, incredible episode. Where can we find out more information about you? The best place would probably be my website, um, sierrastockland.com. And my name's spelled funny, so I'll spell it out. It's C-I-A-R-A-S-T-O-C-K-E-L-A-N-D.com. 
Amazing. Definitely go check her out, mamas. You will not be disappointed. I promise. I already did. So (laughs) you will absolutely love it. Sierra, thank you so much for joining us. Like I said, this was an incredible episode and it was, I love these because they're always great reminders for me, right? So often we hear these messages, but the more we can hear them, the more often and the different ways that we hear them really bring them home. So thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you. Oh, you know, I thought of one more thing. I have to share it because I think it will be good with your audience. Perfect. So I know you said most of the people listening, you ladies have little kids. I want you to just love the season you're in. Don't look at my season and wish you were in my season. Like love the season you're in and just like live into that because my season will come soon enough. And even though I have a lot of sanity right now and the things you're probably wishing for, you have a lot of good things in your season with your little people too. Yes. And again, I thank you for that reminder because you guys won't know this, but my, my kids keep interrupting. So I'm going to go love on them after this. Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, Thank you again. And ladies, thank you so much for tuning in. If you want more information about her, check out the show notes. We'll have all the links for you and we'll see you again on the next episode. Thank you for listening. If you liked today's episode, could you please take a minute to rate and review my show? It would mean the world to me. Also, let me know if you have any questions or if there's something in particular that you're struggling with so that we can cover it in future episodes. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. Remember, progress is being just 1% better today than you were yesterday. You got this, mama. See you on the next episode.